This is a Federal News Network podcast. Contracting is a big part of the federal response to the pandemic, so don't expect protests to stop. For a bit of perspective and our usual analysis of a recent case, we turn to federal procurement attorney Joseph Petrillo of Petrillo and Powell. And Joe, having watched this for so many years, you have no expectation that protests will stop just because of the pandemic is keeping everybody in. Well, that hasn't happened so far. Um, GAO is continuing to receive protest filings. They're continuing to decide them. Um, There was a little uh, blip yesterday when the electronic filing system was unavailable for a few hours, but uh, they had a workaround, an email workaround for that. And after, uh, after it was restored, business was back to usual. Now, how much of a protest case actually happens in person? Not very much, I guess. Um, these days, very little. Uh, conferences are held by phone. Uh, there are uh, hearings, uh, which are in person, but I'm sure there are ways of doing that telephonically, if need be, or remotely with uh, video conferencing. Um, and uh, I, as, as far as I can tell, uh, litigation is proceeding at the boards of contract appeals, a uh, relatively normal way. They're issuing decisions. Same is true at the Court of Federal Claims. All right. So some parts of the good old American system (laughs) can't be stopped by even a pandemic. And let's talk about this recent case. This has to do with trucking contracts overseas in a place that people like to forget that we're still at, and that is in Afghanistan. Right. This is a decision by the recent decision by the Court of Federal Claims in a case called Vanquish Worldwide. Uh, that case involved contracts that Vanquish Worldwide had with the uh, Def- Department of Defense under a program called the National Afghanistan Trucking uh, Contract Vehicle. This is a multiple award, indefinite delivery, indefinite quantity contract. And uh, under those vehicles, um, the contract holders uh, compete for and are awarded uh, uh, contracts. The wrinkle in this particular case, uh, uh, in, in terms of the ordering pr- uh, process, was that uh, the Department of Defense put together a thing called the Order of Merit List, or OML, and they would rate the relative performance and price of the contractors. And based on that, every week, uh, compute the OML. Uh, which had an allocation uh, percentage for the work to be assigned each week to each contractor. So this was almost like a continuous evaluation of the work they were doing week by week. Exactly, and it was the basis for awarding contracts. I've seen this type of um, method used in other contracts. Uh, For instance, the uh, Department of Energy's debt collection contracts have a similar system. The OML percentages, however, didn't match what Vanquish thought it should, uh, the orders that Vanquish thought they should get, and so uh, the and the orders they did get, and and so they uh, uh, they were interested in getting some recourse for that. Now, as you may know, uh, under these multiple award vehicles, uh, the ability to protest the uh, award of orders is limited. Uh, you can certainly protest an order that you think is outside the scope of the contract, but other than that, uh, there's a dollar threshold, which is pretty high. It's $25 million at DOD, 
and $10 million in the civilian agencies. And if your order falls under the threshold, uh, there's no protest you can bring. So basically, it's a task order system under this IDIQ that included multiple vendors. Exactly. And, and you know, like all these IDIQs, uh, these vehicles are, have become extremely popular. And lots of um, acquisition is, uh, is pumped through them. And as a, because of the uh, limited protest uh, rights, uh, they have less accountability and transparency than uh, than other contracting methods. So, you know, the question of what remedies the contractor has uh, is a uh, is one that's more important in, in in these issues because some of the remedies are not available. But uh, Vanquish did find uh, a way uh, to, uh, to to get its day in court. What happens is that there is a line of cases that had started in the uh, Armed Services Board of Contract Appeals many years ago with a case called Communities Consulting. And that line of cases relied upon a contract clause that you need to have in these contracts, which gives the contractors a fair opportunity to compete for orders. Uh, and the contractor can, if it doesn't get that fair opportunity, uh, charge the government with a breach of contract and sue for damages. Uh, that's what Communities Consulting did, and the Armed Services Board said that was a, a reasonable thing to do. It was a possible thing to do under the contract. It's almost like protest light. It's similar to protests, and that's what uh, the issue was in Vanquish Worldwide. Uh, they brought a, uh, a claim and then a case for uh, an appeal of the contracting officer's denial of their claim, saying that the government had breached the Fair Opportunity Clause. The uh, Fair Opportunity Clause uh, there was tied into the order of merit list, So, and that whole system. Uh, in this instance, uh, the government said, no, you can't do that. This is really just a disguised protest, uh, as you suggested. Uh, so the court had to decide whether uh, this was a protest, which uh, couldn't be brought because of the $25 million threshold, or whether it was a breach of contract case. And they decided that it was a breach of contract case because, uh, for one thing, the remedy was different. In a protest, you're uh, contesting the award of a contract or order and trying to get that award decision overturned and hopefully uh, get the order awarded to you. In a breach of contract case, however, the only remedy is going to be money damages. And um, you're alleging the breach of a particular contract requirement, and that's what Vanquish did in this case. So the Court of uh, Federal Claims said the case would not be dismissed and uh, allowed Vanquish to uh, proceed and try to prove its case. So more to follow, in other words. Exactly. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Joseph Petrillo is a procurement attorney with Petrillo and Powell. As always, thanks so much and stay safe. Thank you, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Stay up to date on your agency's latest responses to coronavirus. Visit our special resource page at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.